Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachab it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth and i'm john bishop it's hey what's up with cars you know hey you repeating the the tagline is better than not saying it at all so i'll take it john thank you i gotta do something different every time and sometimes you think i'm gonna go right and then i go right again <laughs> sometimes the most unexpected thing you can do is to keep on, keep on going straight, you know? Mm -hmm. And I respect that. I respect that you know that. Anyway, John, it's been a while since we recorded a podcast because we both got pretty sick. Mm -hmm. But we're I would back. go so far as to say that we got ugly sick. Yeah, man, COVID sucks, and whatever John had also probably sucked. Yeah, couldn't tell you what it was, but my throat hurt a lot. And uh, that was basically the symptom. That's no fun. Speaking as someone who also had a throat hurt disease. Yeah. I basically just decided not to talk for a week so that I could try and get rid of the pain. Sick. But we're back. We're both feeling at least like 95% there, which is mm -hmm. kind of my baseline nowadays. I'm so tired. But... Anyway, we're talking about cars. John, what specifically are we talking about this week? Well, uh, when we were going over all the suggestions, all the things that we could possibly be talking about, uh, I asked a dear friend named Sarah, and their suggestions were as follows. Have you done strippers? Uh, okay, what about golf carts? And to be, to be fair, we haven't done strippers. We've... We've, approached yeah. that area yeah we, we've talked about just some general sex work kind of stuff mm -hmm. but i don't think strippers specifically uh so i don't know you want to knock that out here at the beginning and then go on to golf carts well here's a beautiful tragedy of strippers in the cars universe oh yeah we consider uh paint to be clothing and there's a chemical or a, a bunch of chemicals all together that is known as a paint stripper. And it's a slow, gross process. So I have to imagine that if a stripper uses stripper, that it, it would not be a pleasant show to watch. The only thing I'll say back to that is in both some like early concepts for cars... In some early concepts for cars, they had them go to a bar uh, that advertised convertible waitresses mm. uh, that then 
they, they they scrapped that idea. They didn't end up going, but they did include it as a sign in the final movie as an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. So that's gotta be it, but also horrifying. What? Yeah. Makes no sense. Why would you do that? <laughs> that's yeah, where the open up your skull and that's all I need. But I guess if we go by squishy bit theory, which we, we do, it's part of the Kachanan now. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> If you want to know what that is, uh, check out our link tree on our Twitter. It's linked there. <laughs> but uh, maybe the sexiest thing is the squishy bit, you know? And if they just show that off a little bit, that really gets the engines revving, maybe. I hope mm-hmm. not, but maybe. <laughs> okay, but then also, uh, we have talked about something. This is what my response was. It was essentially, yeah, we've talked about something similar. And it was uh, the showgirls. Yeah, yeah. So we've talked about showgirls. And I'd have to think that in a a more PG world, that maybe just a showgirl is kind of what a stripper would be. Yeah, if if we go off the logic of like, they, I I like the way you put that. They live in a PG world, uh, so... Yeah, I could get down with that. And it's better than them removing the top of their skull to show their brains. Mm-hmm. So, you know I'm all about that. Yeah. But that does transition weirdly well into golf carts. Mm-hmm. Because they're pretty open. They're unless... a little too open, if yeah, you ask me. me. Yeah. I guess they could do something similar to, like, the forklifts. And that, like, I feel like most of the times I've seen forklifts, they're kind of open air in the compartment where you sit. Not always. I think there are some that look a bit more like the movie ones. But usually they're open air, but they just enclose them for the movie because, of course, they did. What else would they do? Well, there is the option of going Celine. There's always the option of going Celine, and nobody should ever take that option, but there is the option. And they did do it once, yeah. which is why we have a name for it. Yeah, the, that's the car from Cars 2 who has their eyes in the wrong place. I know y'all know who Celine is by now, but mm-hmm. just in case you don't. Uh, she's staring at me from on top of the desk. She always does. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's also uh, an option, but I, I feel like they could do both, if nothing else, you know? They could have some weirdly fancy enclosed golf carts as well as some Celine style eyes in the headlights. Mm -hmm. Now, let me posit what if they didn't? You've posited it, now expand on it. (laughs) What if their bodies are just like, oh, everything is down there, and then there's just this top bit, and it's like a built-in hat and that's it yeah they're just really flat people with a built-in i don't know what to call umbrella i was kind of wondering about that myself because as i looked up to look at celine on uh the top of my desk my eyes wandered over to the boat mobile Mm -hmm. Uh, and it could be a very like sort of boat mobile situation 
uh, Boatmobile's less like body is flat and more like body is concentrated in the front and then there's a back part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think either of those work. I even Celine, yeah, herself, just kind of a a compartment in the middle that's empty. I hate her so much. Uh, and that's why you love her. Yeah, that's true. But I did want to zoom out for just a second before right. we got got too into it and talk about if golf carts would even exist. And you know that me setting this up is me setting up a wiki quote of the day. Mm-hmm. Give me that uh, thing that you just set up of the day, of the day right now, please. Uh, now, honestly, I typed in the word golf into pixarcars.fandom.com, not expecting to get anything back, because why would I? All right. But it did lead me to Daryl Car Trips page, who is one of the announcers who's like, if there is an announcer in the Cars movies, he's one of them, mm-hmm. along with Bob Cutlass, I think, or something. Uh, and it took me to one of his quotes from Cars the Video Game. Okay. And it is, there's another one. McQueen is passing through the field like he's racing against golf carts. Okay. So, golf carts, at least tangentially are canon in the cars first which is troubling yeah uh also to go on a bit of a tangent like i like to do i also just searched on google for cars golf uh and i didn't get much but i did find out that uh as a piece of promotional like a a toy that went along with cars 2 they made hasbro mater golf uh (laughs) which is maters there and you just try to put balls through his mouth, and he'll send them back to you if you make it. It's just like a little putting toy, but it's Mater. And I don't know who the demographic is here, is my issue. I'm thinking the demographic is me? Well, true. But when I think putting toys, I think my dad. Uh, mm. And when I think Toe Mater, I don't think my dad. Uh, so there's just, there's just a bit of a disconnect there, uh, and I can't imagine it sold particularly well, but I don't know. I imagine things with Mater on them sell pretty well most of the time, so there's also that. Now, here's the troubling thing, is you did say, uh, reminds you of your dad. Yeah. And then Mater, and then when I think of, like, infusing Mater as a concept into the concept of your dad... I I do get the other member of this podcast that is not me. So I think that the demographic is specifically they're trying to sell this podcast a product. Wait, are you saying if you combined my dad and Mater, you get me? Yep. The concept, <sighs> not not physically. Oh, okay. Okay. It's not a genetics thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Don't good. worry. I just mean conceptually, because uh, yeah, the kids movie that was around when we were kids. Sure. So that's your dad plus a bit of whimsy and childlike wonder. Okay, as long as you're not implying that Mater's my mom, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I wasn't for a minute, John, when I thought that's what you were saying. But now that I know it's not, I'm good. Okay, good. 
Because if I were to do that, uh, by extension, I would be saying that uh, the other Liz's were also. And that's not okay, because I can't be married to Mater. It's no good, man. It's no good. I would also have to tattle on you to my mom. (laughs) The Uh, rule of Mater and the rule of Liz is that all Mater is Mater and all Liz is Liz. Oh, God. But anyway, that's not John. what John was saying, and I'm going to erase it from my memory that I thought it was what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, whatever, whatever you said. But yeah, car, the golf carts uh, are, do canonically exist in Cars First, and Daryl Car Trip thinks slow cars are like them, <laughs> which I gotta say, I think slow cars are also kind of like golf carts. Yeah, um... Just carts in general, just the idea of smaller vehicles that aren't necessarily meant for the road, probably can't go nearly as fast, and all that. Is that just a different type of person in this universe? And if so, what? Yeah, I did want to expand this out. I'm glad we're getting into this to like go karts and uh, maybe bumper cars is another one I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is their own horrifying thing that we'll get into, I'm sure. But and I feel like we have gotten into now that I've said that. Uh, but yeah, that's all I can think. Because either that or they're an animal, you know? Yeah. Th- that That's all the things we see are, if they're not a car, boat, or plane, they're usually an animal, like the tractors, etc., but I would say a golf cart is closer to a car than it is a tractor in my head. And I don't know that that's accurate, but that at least in my head, it's like that. And I think that's more important, uh, just the perception of things, uh, than the reality of them and how the cars, creators of cars would delineate them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I would agree with you. And there's all obviously like a depending on the cart and the car and the tractor, because I think one of the biggest things is that you're inside the cart yeah, rather than on top of the tractor. And there are tractors where you can be inside of them, but even still, it's not like a similar design exactly. And then there's the argument of, well, some carts are just electric yeah. and some like, so if, if you're talking like a classic car, you're talking about something more similar to a tractor when it comes to just, oh, it's a combustion engine. So there's a lot to say about yes and no. And I, boy, howdy, the more I think about it, the worse it gets. Yeah, and there's also like those little John Deere, like they're, they're just like carts that if you grew up next to a farm like me, you see them going down the road as if they're cars quite a lot, but they're not quite cars. See, I would just describe that as basically being a golf cart. Yeah, it's basically a golf cart, but like made to, you know, do farm work and Mm -hmm. carry things for farm. Yeah, it's got like a little uh, truck bed on it. They always seemed really fun. Yeah. To me. (laughs) And I bet they're not, (laughs) but... I don't know. You always want what you can't have, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want them to move faster on the road or get off of it. 
yeah usually that's a big part of it for me as well (laughs) yeah honestly though still better than when it's an actual tractor on the road yes at at least they have a bit of get up and go and a bit more maneuverability and ability to like pull off the road and you you can get around them yes (laughs) and there's not just like a giant spinning wheel of a bunch of i don't know nails in a bunch of circles right in front of you dangling and jumping up and down every time there's a bump roll kentucky's wild y'all uh roll anywhere probably but that's what we know so yeah i'm really really struggling whether to lean more towards tractors or more towards people i'm wondering Mm -hmm. maybe about like synthetic people like if they're robots well but, if they're robots, then what are electric cars? Yeah, that's that, that's the issue. I'm coming up with that as well. I'm thinking, well, I man, it's rough because like, if you do parallels, it gets uncomfortable. Yeah, in so many ways with so many things in the cars universe. But like, you think about it, you think about your average person, and then you think, okay, so there are race cars. They're just athletes, really, really fast people. So, like, if I'm a regular car and a race car is like Usain Bolt, uh, makes sense that he can go several times faster than me. But is there, like, a group of people that just generally can't run as fast? All right. And yet is still specifically useful in a oh they're not that fast but because all i'm thinking of right now i guess is like a fantasy group and that's dwarves because like in aragon the dwarves were capable of keeping up with anyone else because they never got tired Mm, yeah so like aragon would be running and he would be a little bit faster than the dwarves because he's got longer legs but then he would stop running and like the tortoise and the hare, they would just keep going forever <laughs> because they never got tired. And like if you're a golf cart, your whole thing is you're just always moving a little bit like you stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. And your entire job is just traveling great distances for people to have their stuff on you. I mean, I do like that because we made motorcycles vampires. Mm-hmm. So there, there's precedent for this. Okay, uh, so we're going the fantasy route of, yeah, there are vampires. Yeah, there are, uh, what are they called? Um, oh, shoot. Okay, so I read the Dresden files. For, is that right? Uh, I mean, that makes one of us, so, so I can't help you out here. Okay, well, the series of books with... Uh, Harry Dresden. Sure. Uh, in that, the author decided, I'm going to go ahead and include as much mythology as I can. And he included, like, the term for dark elves, which also, if you look into it, is basically the term for dwarves. Because you look into it, and there's a lot of things like, okay, so there are elves, and then there are other elves, and those are the dark elves, and they're really good at building stuff. And somehow that became, further down the road, dwarves. 
and I can't remember what that term is, but that's the term. Great. Uh, I do want to provide an alternative, though. I like mm-hmm. dwarves a lot, but when you were saying just a group of people who is slower, my mind went to children. Mm. And I know we've seen children, and they're just tiny cars, but what is a cart if not a tiny car? Yes, and it's Svaltafar. Oh, great. <laughs> As also, uh, the place is Svaltafar. Svartelfheim. Great. Yes. No. <laughs> Little car. Yes. So, are you going to say hobbits? No, I'm I'm saying I'm I'm not going fantasy. I am wondering okay. if if golf carts and go-karts and other like John Deere carts are literally children who will grow up and then transfer into a full car. Well, here's the problem with that, is that it's just child labor. I mean, we've often theorized that this is not a perfect society. Man, it's weird that in the same episode, we're talking about how because it's more PG, everything's a little nicer. And then also saying, yeah, but also child labor. Yeah, we don't stick to the PG thing. I was happy to do it to stop thinking about convertible brains mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not that's not a hard and fast rule that's not the kachanan yeah yeah okay so <laughs> that makes sense because when you think of like go-karts there are adults who obviously like race go-karts but when you think of it it's typically a oh yeah it's racing but for kids mm-hmm and if you think that I'm in any way trying to insult you because you're an adult who enjoys that, I assure you I'm not. Go-karts are so fun. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. They're like cars, but smaller. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and there are some logistics here that I'm not sure work for <laughs> carts being car children. Typically, with uh, children, you don't think of them as uh, very good pack rats. Like, you you give them all your stuff, and then they just follow you. Uh, it's more often that they'll just show up and hand you something that they found, and that's it. Great. <laughs> but, I mean, we've often theorized that children grow up in smaller cars and then transfer anyway. Like, this is not a huge leap. It's just that in addition to the just a car but smaller that we've seen, there are also these other smaller cars. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which I think we've often been worried about, like, children cars going too fast uh, Mm -hmm. when they're not ready for it. I think this, if, if it doesn't solve for it, it at least helps with that issue. They don't go quite as fast. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure I'm into I'm 100% sold. I do like dwarves a lot, too. Because if there's anything we can do to make our personal view of the Cars first more stupid and complicated, you know I like doing that. Mm-hmm. Just randomly including fantasy races. Yeah. 100%. But in that situation, who would the elves be? Yeah. <sighs> 
Because you can't have dwarves without elves. Hang gliders. That didn't make any sense. Uh... Uh, clearly, those would be the fae. Yeah, you're right. Uh... Which, as we've discovered, uh, I do think of elves and dwarves as being in some way fae. But, you know, what other people mean when they say fae. Yeah, I don't have a good answer for for elves, unless just the common, the that there aren't humans, just all other cars are elves. But I don't like that disparity in population. It could be the reverse of like specifically race cars are elves. I do like that quite a bit because like specifically yeah. what I'm thinking of right now would be uh man Francesco. Yeah. Because he's got a, a strange, really sleek look about him that if I were a car, I would probably insensitively uh, describe as unnatural. But even if it is unnatural, all the lady cars were into him, which mm -hmm. is uh, another, another elven trait. Yeah. Inhuman endurance. Yeah. My only other thought was the forklifts, but I don't like the idea elves wouldn't be subjugated like that, you know? But you know what would be? I mean, hobbits was my no, thought. Gnomes. Or, gnomes, yeah. yeah. The builders. I do love gnomes. God. <laughs> They're fun little guys. Yeah. <laughs> was Doc a gnome? I can't remember. I have to look that up now. But... <laughs> I think he was... Or was he a hobbit? It, I, I think he was a gnome. I'm pretty sure he was. <laughs> because a gnome. crafting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. Anyway, that's a D&D &D -D character from literal years ago that y'all don't know about, so it's fine. <laughs> One of my favorites ever, though. He was a scamp. Pretty cool. Yeah. The first he thing combined... he ever did was shot John's character. <laughs> yep. Was it in the leg or the foot? I don't remember. I remember it was like a. I'm going to shoot this person, but I don't want it to kill them. Because I fell into the classic trap of this is what my character would do, which is fair, but you also. I also this... did the. Well, this is what my character would do. And that would be say, no, I'm not going to do what you say. I'm going to run away. And which led to both of us falling into the trap of. Hey, it's the first session. Maybe we should just party up and go from there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we got gnomes. I didn't, this is not where I expected this episode to go, but I'm into it. Uh, we got gnomes. We got elves. We've got dwarves. I mean, planes, I guess, would be like Arakakra uh, or other like fey folk, angels, something like that. Mm hmm. And let's let's just say this now: the people who have a need for speed and alter their bodies in grotesque, horrifying, like dangerous ways are either orcs or goblins. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, I would say orcs. I would I view more as like monster trucks. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, and I, goblins I like... are really all about like haha, big boom, and then they die. Yeah, so Snotrod is a classic goblin. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Electric cars, I guess, would be... What's the... What's the artificial race? 
Oh, uh, Warforged. Warforged. They'd be Warforged. Doesn't have to be specifically D&D, but that's my major touch point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Great. I guess the episode's over now. We've solved We've solved cars. everything. <laughs> oh, boy. And, you know, we've talked about how, like, trains are clearly demigods. For sure. Uh, that's kind of a thing, but also... Would that mean that, like, there's a smaller version of a train that is just, like, the Asimar? Let's see, what would that be? Like a monorail, maybe? Or a roller coaster? <laughs> I don't know. Is, is there a thing that's a train that isn't on tracks? I mean, no, that's a pretty defining <laughs> characteristic yeah. of a train. Yeah, roller coaster and monorail are the two best i've got i feel like i we've talked about it before imagining that roller coasters are people is sad yeah and i was going to kind of get into that a little later uh trying to find some other sad i was thinking ski lift Mm. as people must be really horrifying man it's hard to imagine that ski lifts are a thing let alone are people yeah, and I imagine if if we say they are uh, people, I would imagine one ski lift is like one giant person, you know, as opposed mm-hmm. to each chair being a person, because that doesn't make sense. But still, you don't even really move. Yeah. Which is not good. What would that be, though? If you just have a thing spinning inside you, what is the human equivalent of that? I mean, being comatose? I don't know. <laughs> or I'm just like, sure, you could say it's like, oh, you're just spinning your arm or whatnot. But it's just a thing that is constantly happening. Yeah, that's why I think it's like a an unconscious thing, like your heartbeat or your or breathing, like. I think comatose kind of works, which sucks a lot, but. Boy, howdy. It's a bad podcast. Uh, (laughs) I know in the Cars, what was it, 8 pitch we did recently. Mm -hmm. Race uh, the Sun. Yes, Race the Sun. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, We talked about i i wanted to get your feeling on trains being a hive mind and each car being a separate mind that makes up the whole mm-hmm. uh i still like that more for whatever we used that for and not for all trains but i think it does work pretty well for roller coasters okay uh again just a sad existence of being a hive mind and having no control over what you do where you go everything i mean you're not gonna catch me disagreeing with you man (laughs) oh boy and man thinking about being a person who just carries people and you aren't allowed man they're so sad yeah but do we think roller coasters exist that's a good question i feel like we've seen And we've had this conversation before, but it was a long time ago, so it's fine. I feel like we saw the London Eye, the giant Ferris wheel in London, in Cars 2. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is similar enough to me to say if that exists, then roller coasters probably exist. Yeah. Dang. I could see it being something like you you strap yourself into the track itself instead of getting into a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, you know, taking the sentience out of it entirely. It's just a track that you become the roller coaster car on. Uh, and that makes a certain amount of sense to me. Like, they, there would have to be different technology for that to work. And it would have to be, you know, much sturdier than roller coasters are. But th- that's plausible enough that if it was a plot in the Cars movies, we would bring it up. But I'd be like, it actually kind of makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. That if they have roller coasters, they'd be that. And like, basically, that's just, oh, it's a slide. But like, those are things in our world. A really big, a powered slide. A powerful, big boy slide that go up. Yeah. Sometimes go upside down. Mm hmm. Which, that's not, God God didn't intend us to be upside down. Uh, If he did, uh, it wouldn't cause us to black out. I'm saying. Why would you want to be upside down? Uh, roller coasters are scary. <laughs> now, have you ever been on a gravity track? Because it's all of the upside down without any of the like fun part. I don't know what a gravity track is, but what you've described sounds horrible. So, See, a gravity track is, well, it's a specific kind of inversion table. Oh, I, yeah. I know inversion table. Yeah. Uh, which... All of the upside down, none of the roller coaster fun. Sounds bad, yeah. Uh, now I can say they are pretty neat because, like, they can make you a little taller, decompress your spine, and all that. I guess that makes sense. That sounds a little snake oily to me, but I bet I mean, there's it's some temporary. Yeah, I bet there's some science behind that. Uh. But me saying that you could just strap yourself in to a roller coaster does make me want to go back and reconsider. Discarding Daryl Cartrip's quote from the Cars the Video Game. They don't really need golf carts. They really don't. They just But like, think about it this way. Throw them clubs in the back. People don't really need golf carts. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, a lot of a lot of golfers, uh, really hate golf carts they they uh do it a lot for the the physical exercise the walk of it you know Mm -hmm. uh i've just had a terrible realization yeah you know how i was saying that yeah it's child labor a lot of caddies are kids yeah man it's like that movie with shia labeouf yeah when he was a kid and he was a caddy and then he played the game. I, I don't remember how it ends. Uh, he was surprisingly very good at it, except not surprising. Yeah, it was like, I'm watching a movie. I expect him to be pretty good at it. Or yeah. why would the movie be made? Uh, yeah, that does make me lean back in favor of them being children. Oh, boy. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the mechanics of the game of golf in the cars first at all? Or are we just going to devolve into doesn't make sense? They don't have hands. As it always does. Well, we already have an answer. How does Mater get the ball back to you? 
He sort of spits it back at you, I think. There's your answer. Yeah. They just put some balls in their mouth and then shoot them out. I mean, I want it to be Rocket League, but golf. So just massive balls? Yeah. And, like, the clubs are so important for golf. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm just not finding a way to make the clubs work in my head. And I, they could be on, like, the weird rigs that they use to hold, like, cameras and stuff sometimes. But those, I hate those. They're a plot convenience that make no sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'd rather have them ram into <laughs> giant, giant balls and have golf courses be probably considerably larger, which is not good because golf courses are already taking up too much of uh, land as is. Yeah. Not to mention uh, water. Now let's instead, what if it's better? Great. And it, it is spitting, <laughs> which means that golf courses are actually much smaller and golf carts are basically completely unnecessary. That could be it. It's They're, they're maybe like putt-putt sized. Mm-hmm. Now, Lucas. Yeah. You and I go golfing. It's putt-putt. I can't imagine we're doing great. Go ahead. And it's mouth shooty ball <laughs> how good do you think we are at it that's tough because as we've discussed i don't think you would enjoy the game mouth shooty ball uh I, very I, much would not i i think that would be a major hindrance to you but you're also massively competitive uh and when i get around you i get massively competitive uh <laughs> So, I can't imagine. I, I think that would hinder you, but you would want to push past it. Uh, which brings it all down to the technique, I guess. Uh, are, I are think these... your biggest advantages are your height sure. and the fact that you used to be in band. Yeah. Are these full-size golf balls? Yes. Whew, that's, that's rough, man. Uh... And I'm assuming, don't know why I'm assuming this, uh, that... What you do is you grab it from the position it lands, and then you stand up completely, and then you just spit it out that way instead of like getting onto the ground. I that's better. It it will shorten the game, I believe, <laughs> which mm -hmm. is which I'm all in favor for. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll say I think I would take it, just because I don't know. I think I'd be be more willing to get dirty with it. You know. All right. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I would for sure need like a ball cleaner in between every single shot. You know, if you're getting one, I wouldn't mind one <laughs> well, while we're at it, you know. I hope there's a ball cleaner in this sport that we're imagining. I tried to make it Rocket League. You're the one who brought up spit this time. So All right, you, let's make it Rocket you, League. How do the vehicles playing not get hurt? It's an important question. Beach ball? All right, beach ball, does it survive? And wind blows it, so that's not great. Yeah. But there's some comfortable medium between giant metal-looking ball from Rocket League that would hurt car and beach ball. I don't know what it is. Man, the bigger it is, the it more feels. it's going to be frustrating to like, okay, yeah, the wind picked up and it's gone now. Maybe it has to be played indoors. That would make it so much better and worse. 
Oh yeah, hugely destructive. <laughs> yeah, hugely destructive. Uh, defeats the purpose of like so much of it. That's how a lot of people actually spend time outside. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, how much worse for the environment is that? I mean, golf courses aren't good for the environment. This is a known fact. But at least... Go so far as to say they're bad for the environment. Yeah, I would as well. Uh, If you don't know, it's mostly having to do with clearing all the trees and all the water and electricity to upkeep them. Massive loss of biodiversity. Yes. Uh, But at least they're a large field of plant. Mm -hmm. At least... Uh, sometimes pond for fish. Yeah, and they're exclusively for the uh, upper class, typically. So that's great. No, that's kind of not in the direction of things. I was, I was sort of saying genuine things that are like tiny bumps in there. But uh, <laughs> we put it. Indoors. You were you were trying to defend them in some form or fashion. I was like, no, no, you can't do that. That's fair enough, man. Uh. There are ones in like Las Vegas. That's literally a desert. I can't get into it now. Uh, yep. But large building, giant building, much too large building. Uh, and they would certainly, even if you planted grass, it wouldn't stay with all the cars rocket leaking in there. Mm-hmm. So I, it'd be worse. I don't know. It, yeah, it'd be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but also, yeah, doesn't the ball explode occasionally in Rocket League? So that's fun. Yeah, it goes in the hole and then uh, blow up. That's pretty cool. So yeah, that we made the sport of golf incredibly dangerous. <laughs> and that was what we set out to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So golf carts. Yes. They're children or they're dwarves, and. If they're dwarfs, that means magic is going to be somehow a part of the sport. Oh, Bella. She doesn't want magic to be part of the sport. She says, I prefer more grounded fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's sort of an oxymoron, but I understand the impulse. Maybe she's just insisting that it's more of an artifice thing, because a lot of dwarves are uh, known for their crafting skills. That's true. Uh Magic is often present in dwarves stories, but it's more of an elf thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually the magic is, like, infused into this ancient sword, or etc., I mm-hmm. feel. So, the thing that they do is they make the giant metal ball, Great. and somehow it doesn't harm people, <laughs> because dwarven magic crafting. Yeah, I'll take that. Why not? And that's why they're associated with the sport of golf Mm because there's nothing to carry now that we've made it rocket league uh but they're like ah it blew up or did it dwarven runes and it comes back uh (laughs) that's now there's also the wonderful oh boy probably saw a dog or a squirrel outside um It's, it's rude is what it is uh so I like the idea of Dwarves Warhammer Golf Club. 
I, you know, I can't disagree. I do like the idea of Dwarf's Warhammer Golf Club. It's just, uh, it's a golf club, except it is just a Warhammer, and it was made by dwarves. And it's so huge, because, you know, it's a fantasy Warhammer, instead of a realistic one. Yeah, yeah, the real ones just look like very long, normal hammers. Mm -hmm. Which is so disappointing. Yeah, like, you play Warcraft, and you just see, oh, look, that hammer has a head that is the size of a human head. That's pretty cool. No, you you don't want that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm such a man. I am such a sucker for a Warhammer. That's mm-hmm. one of my. And again, like a fantasy one, not a real one. Real there's ones some, are so disappointing. There's something about blunt weapon weaponry that, like a mace. Are you kidding? Yes. Uh, a bow staff. Yes. <laughs> there's there's so much elegance and fun between with like knives and swords but there's something about bl- giving out blunt force trauma with your D character that's very good mm-hmm. uh, and that's the worst part of that is that it makes more sense because if you're hitting someone with a staff you're gonna hit them many times yeah and in D, you pretty much have to hit many times so if you've got a sword and you successfully stab someone or slash someone in the real world, that, they're that's, probably that's the done. Game. <laughs> yep. Like, if you have a battle between two samurai, it's over in a few seconds. Famously, because whoever gets the slash in first is the winner. Done to great effect in every samurai movie you've ever seen, in which they sit for three full minutes, make one slice, and there, it the fight's done, and it's the most exciting thing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And like that's why uh, initially lightsaber duels were what they were. It was supposed to be more like a samurai, but then they realized no, we can just make it crazy acrobatic, and they went that direction instead. And you know, I like both. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice if they were consistent the whole way through, but like I don't know. You you can't tell me that the duel of fates isn't good. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Do we have other things to say about golf or children or dwarves or golf carts or go karts? Uh, I brought up bumper cars earlier. Do we want to explore their twisted hellscape of a life? Um, I feel like we have. I feel like we have. I think it's just oh haha you're. Well, maybe you are a vehicle. Maybe you are somehow getting into a vehicle. I don't know. But either way, if you are a vehicle, it's just going to be real sad because your entire existence is getting hit, I guess, slightly soft. Yeah, the only way I could make it better was similar to my thoughts about roller coasters. Is mm-hmm. like, maybe they just put a big tire around you and let you go crazy for a little while. That sounds like horrid blood sport, but it precludes the blood sport being participated, being done by folks who have no choice but to do the blood sport. Yeah. Speaking of blood sport, yeah, I went to shoot. What's it called? Medieval District Times. Seven. No. Oh. There's a place in uh, Lexington. It's a nice place, and there's just a gigantic screen. And that gigantic screen is for a golf simulator. 
Okay. And uh, when people aren't using the golf simulator, it plays like sports. And last night I was watching something. Do you know there's something called a flyweight, which is under featherweight for MMA? Ooh, I did not. So I think featherweight is like around 140, 145, something like that. Flyweight, the people were under 130. I bet they're fast. I don't know about that, but I do know that they were like just two sweaty, very lightweight men on the ground holding each other. (sighs) UFC's weird to think about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's a fighting competition in which the whole thing is, oh, you can just do whatever fighting style you want, except it can't be like actually dangerous, even though it's dangerous, which is bizarre because it's you got boxing and that's like, okay, it's a very specific form of fighting where each person's doing the same form of fighting. And then it's, okay, what if we made it a sport where you could do any kind of fighting? It's just whatever's the best. And then immediately you have to be like, well, it can't be whatever's the best because the best is going to be maiming your opponent immediately. Yeah, it's going to be putting your finger through their eye and scraping their brain out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, fighting sports are bizarre. Yeah, I don't have much room to talk, though, as someone who's going to watch the Super Bowl in about six hours, though. As uh, Britton Lee Mulligan has pointed out before, uh, where they have a bunch of uh, young men just give each other concussions. Disproportionately men of color. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's not, I guess, as bad as what Britton Lee Mulligan was talking about before, where it was college sports, because those are boys. Yeah, they're not much older than that, though, usually. Yeah, they're, instead of... uh, maybe 1920 21 uh they're like 24 25 i don't know about you you could be real old and by real old i mean like 40 that's so old yeah and usually a kicker or a quarterback one who has specific rules to to make sure they don't get hit too hard Mm -hmm. uh did i don't know if you ever had this moment but as a person who grew up in central Kentucky watching Kentucky basketball uh in my head I knew they were college students Mm -hmm. but like that never fully clicked for me until like literally my sophomore year at the University of Kentucky uh in which I realized something you think about until you have a class with someone who is a basketball player who is eight feet tall and you're like wait this uh guy that is basically famous He's sportsman and also younger than me. Yeah, my freshman year, it didn't click still. Mm-hmm. But when I was a sophomore and the freshman basketball class came in, I just had a moment of, oh my God, I'm older than them. And they're on TV playing basketball at a level f- few could achieve ever. These are essentially superhumans. And I'm over here doing... Uh, <laughs> mirror exercises in my acting class uh that was very humbling uh and it continues to be Uh, all athletes are still usually younger than me (laughs) yeah it's man it's one thing that is getting to me more and more is like oh 
this guy just started acting and now he's incredibly successful and famous and he is three years younger than me. Okay. Or six years younger than me. And That's the worst rough. part is usually usually similarly with the athletes, I'm not I can't be like, oh well, he doesn't deserve that. I'm like, no, he's phenomenally talented. Like he's he's so good at either acting or sport or being on Jeopardy or having a YouTube channel or a podcast or something. Well, anyway, <laughs> it feels like the cart conversation, the cartversation, if you will, has run its course. I did just remember that the wonderful Wizard of Cars sent us a question. Do you want to do that and close Let's it out? Let's do that question. Question for the Kachat from the wonderful Wizard of Cars. Thanks to the Wizard, the wonderful Wizard of Cars. Uh, because, 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 because they sent us in the first Cars movie when Sally and Montgomery, also known as Lightning McQueen, mm-hmm. are talking and Sally drives away, we see a shot of a tattoo on her rear deck lid spoiler. Which tells me you know more about cars than I do, wizard. Because uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, my question is, how do cars, which are normally made of steel and aluminum, get a tattoo? And I think that there's almost just a canonical answer to this. Mm-hmm. Because I believe it's referred to as a pinstripe tattoo in the movie. Does that sound right to you, John? Yes. So like it's, just, it's like a decal. It's a sticker or a paint. Yes, but... Uh... I think that's more of an artistic style, uh, but essentially it's just there is a strained disconnect and uh, there's a three-way combining of elements of paint jobs are clothes and tattoos. Yeah. And they're permanent and not permanent. The permanence and, is the issue. Yeah. Because... Even tattoos in our world aren't necessarily permanent if you want to get them removed, but they're still going to leave a mark, even if you get them exploded off or exploded out of your skin. But in this world, like I said before, paint stripper's a thing. You can just have it completely removed. You'll never know that there was any sign of it. But also it's clothing, but also it's permanent, but also it's clothing. So it's basically you have to decide this is a long-term investment if you're not wealthy of i'm going to wear this clothing for a long time like clothing in general it can be that sort of investment in our world where you spend enough money on some high quality clothing and then all of a sudden you're not going to have any more clothing for a bit because that's your budget on clothing but this one is i'm going to have this nice shirt that I wear every day for the foreseeable future. The only way, and I like everything you said, but I was also thinking about what I was going to say. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. Uh, <laughs> the only way I could see it having some permanence is if it's like textured almost. If it's like like a almost like a hood ornament. Like it has been fully attached to her body Mm -hmm. uh like it can't be painted over because you would still see the texture and like much like a tattoo you could still remove it it would just be more involved Mm. is that anything it's kind of like a a vinyl coat 
or even instead of sticking out, if they almost carved it into the shell of her, oh, maybe work for me in in for it to be more permanent, having it be like actually stenciled or burned in, like a laser etching. Yeah, I I I think in the movie it's just either a decal or paint, but if we want to make it work as a tattoo like a laser engraving, like you said, is what I can get to, which doesn't make any sense. Why would they do that? But I don't know. I, I, I don't know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> One last thing I had, and I it was that I thought of a name for when we answer viewer, uh, listener submitted questions. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. It's the car facts, but <laughs> instead of F-A-X, it's F-A-Q-S. <laughs> Okay. So car frequently asks questions. Uh, and we would say, well, let's uh, go to the car facts. And we would have to say we are not associated in any way with the brand car facts each time. Thoughts? I love it. I love it. So thanks to the wizard for this wonderful car fact. <laughs> Stupid stupid podcast uh but genuinely thank thank you to you and thank you to you separate from the wizard but also including the wizard for listening to this episode of the chat we really appreciate it uh and thanks for being patient with us while we stopped being sick if you want to send us a car fact now that we've got the stupidest name possible for the segment uh, I want to say 140-ish episodes in. I've mm-hmm. completely lost... Oh, 146. That's a lot. You can do that. <laughs> you just gotta uh, either send us an email at our email account, which is thekachat at gmail.com, or you can tweet it at us. Again, for now, although it seems like Twitter has unfortunately stabilized. Uh, I was really hoping for it to crash and burn, but... Say la vie. Anyway, that's at the kachat. <laughs> Now John says it's part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beaver. Tight.